Well, you've heard it before, be a man. But what does that really mean and what is it costing us? We'll talk about that and more here on the Inherent Man Podcast. This is a place where we are shaking the stigma of men's mental wellness by hosting authentic and intentional conversations with a diverse group of men. It's time to normalize men talking about what's going on in life with other men, because ultimately we can't do this alone. So sit back, enjoy the conversations, and know that it's never too late for you to live your best life. Welcome to an episode of the Inherent Man podcast. My name is Andrew Perquet. I am the host and I have a great friend of mine with me today, Gabe. Gabe, thanks for joining us, man. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good, man. Um, yeah, it's a little snowy outside, so I wish it were sunny, but other than that, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, I, I actually love the snow, dude. I got to wear this like sweater carnigan thing today yes. and yes. this is my jam, dude. You know? sweater rules. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, so Gabe, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. We'll just start our conversation easy today and get to know you, uh, from the bat and we'll go from there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, as, as you said, my name is Gabe, uh, full name, Gabriel Thomas Jacobson, um, born the 19th of October, 1993 in beautiful Arlington, Virginia. Um, and since that time, um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm working as a cinematographer and director of photography. Um, I absolutely love it. I love all things creativity. Um, I've just started to kind of branch into uh, creative consulting as well, which has been really, really cool. Um, yeah, I live for tacos, tattoos, my wife and my dog, Titus. So that's nice. about the sum of it, man. That's awesome. Tacos and tattoos, man. What else? And what else Titus. do you need? And Titus. Tacos, and tattoos, Titus, yeah. Tess. Wow. Yeah. Perfect. The four T's. The four T's that make up. Of Gabe's life. That is fantastic, I man. I didn't even plan that. Wow. That's amazing. Cool. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, that's amazing, man. Well, I like. For sure saving that for like an elevator pitch in the future. <laughs> like that's. Good. <laughs> yeah, that is that is solid, man. I, I mean, yeah, I love tacos. Um, Taco Bell is an addiction of mine. Um, oh, it's not good. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other good tacos too. But you went there first. Yeah. I, dude, I can't. What do you order? <sighs> okay, so my order at Taco Bell, my my staple that I get every single time is a beefy five layer burrito. Okay. Sometimes if I'm feeling crazy with the creamy jalapeno sauce that they put on the quesadilla. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little, uh, okay. loophole, you know? Okay. And then besides that, I always get a soft taco just okay. on the side. Sure. Um, and then it's either a fresco or regular, regular. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, it's either a quesadilla or a cheesy gordita crunch as well. Mm. So okay. that's usually okay. my kind of go-to items. What about yourself? Well, my beef with Taco Bell. Nice. Um, was so they took chicken off the menu, and they used to have these shredded chicken burritos that had, I think it was that creamy jalapeno sauce, and they were just so good. Like it was just shredded chicken, white rice, some black beans, creamy jalapeno, a little bit of shredded cheese, not like the queso. Just it felt like a good chicken burrito. And then their crispy potatoes across the menu were like bomb. So I used to swear by the crispy potato soft tacos. 
but then they took both of those items off the menu, and now I just sit in the drive-thru, and I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Why am I even there? But you still order, and you still get it, though. Yeah, even though you it's have like, it, yeah. just disappointment start to finish. So <laughs> I'm sad with myself. I'm sad with the world. I'm sad with your menu. I'm sad with you, Jeff, who works at Taco Bell, like... I'm just sad. Who did nothing wrong. Yeah. He's just trying to... No, he's just trying to... <laughs> make it through high. college, yeah. you know? <laughs> that's all he's trying to do. Uh, wow. Well, that's amazing. I'm glad that we got to first connect. So what mm-hmm. is your, your go-to taco joint? Dude, um, that's a good question. There's a lot of good choices. Mm-hmm. I feel like just on like a, a regular, like day-to-day, just have to get in, get out. Kidoba's tacos are honestly not bad. True. Like their little street taco side menu is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, knockout tacos, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They're pretty great. Um, outside of that, say we're moving, we're moving out. I'm, mm. I'm going to get tacos. Mm. T-Birds. Mm. Yeah. Because they're like, that like fried chicken sriracha one they have is oh. like pretty wild. And then just their standard like pulled pork with pineapple salsa is so <laughs> that's that's amazing well this is probably going to end up being the title for the episode um, tattoos tacos titus tessa and gabe Perfect. for gabe so well great man well I'm, I'm glad that we got to first connect on that um you know we, we've talked about like taco bell transcends all cultures everything Indeed. i mean i've been in the i've been in the taco bell drive through line there's been a tesla and a mm-hmm. broken down 93 like until without the hood. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's incredible. It's an incredible place for humanity, I think. So, um, well, coming to this place, you know, our whole goal here is to have one great conversation, which we're already having, but primarily on the field of, of mental wellness, right? And what some would say mental health, we choose to say mental wellness. Um, we want to push people towards living this uh, mentally well life. Um, but when you hear that, when you hear these terms, what initially comes to mind for you or what stories come to mind, what experiences, what, what happens in you when you hear these terms? Yeah. I think the kind of the name of the game for me, um, as far as mental wellness goes, is like, I, it says in Proverbs, like a wise man avoids all extremes. Um, and I remember I was in theology school some years back and that just like stuck out to me as like that literally applies to everything. Like it's, it's a pretty simple sentence. The wise man avoids all extremes. And I'm like, all extremes, like everything. Um, and so I think for me, it's been seeking balance. It's not neglecting anything or rejecting anything or keeping anything out. Um, and also, uh, you know, by the same measure, not necessarily keeping anything in, like it's okay. If you need to express yourself, express yourself with balance, like seek, seek balance in everything that you do. And on rough days, like be there for the rough day, but don't live in it. Um, and on your good days, like, yeah, yeah. But like, don't just live for those either. You know, it's like, take everything in stride seek to like you know is it with work with life with the things you're pursuing like just balance and everything like if i can seek with my whole life to be the most balanced person possible in every way like between thinking and feeling between judging and perceiving you know just kind of go through the list with your myers-briggs and like okay what if i could seek just balance down the middle in all those areas like i that would feel like health to me 
um, or, or wellness, you know. And so I think, uh, you know, in terms of mental wellness, the, using that as kind of an exercise by which I view my mental wellness and being like, okay, man, I'm really happy right now. Like, great. I should think about that for a second. I should sit with that, not just experience it, but like live in that for a moment. And when I'm really sad, I'm like, I need to acknowledge this. Like today really sucked, but I'm not going to live there. Like, and so I think it's, and granted there's, there's a whole different side to that with like extreme grief. And, and, and that's probably the hardest area to seek balance in because nothing is balanced in those situations. But I think in the, in the scheme of things and in the scope of things, as far as approaching like daily mental wellness, seeking balance in everything um, and not just living for certain things or to certain things, that's been really big for me. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And, and finding that balance, I think, is huge. How do you, how do you try and do that? in your life? Are, are there practical things that you do to try and find this balance um, within all of this that's going on? Yeah. Um, it's It's been interesting. I feel like this last year has been a poor example in everything. Um, but just how I stay sane is um, at least how I have approached my, my everyday life for like the past year has been I have to make myself a list. Usually that's the day before when my mind is racing at night with all the things I have to get done. And I just leave that on my desk so I can kind of leave that there. Um, and that's my to-do list. Usually there's a weekly one and then like a urgent, you have to deliver these things in the next couple of days or get, get a crack on this. Um, and that's, that's really helpful for me because then I can cross things off the list when I'm done. And I don't like making lists. I hate making lists, but they really help. And so I've had to kind of learn that. Um, I think in kind of my personal life, it's been trying not to just sleep in indefinitely um, because as someone who makes their own schedule, that's like your number one kind of bill of rights earned thing. And it's not necessarily the best to just be like, you know what, maybe I'll start my day at noon and just work till 10 p.m. Like, nah, it's not. Um, and then I think for me, too, it's been implementing discipline in my life as well when it kind of seems like all that is thrown out the window when we're all working from home and you can kind of do whatever, wear whatever. Um, and so most days I try to wash my face and comb my hair before I, you know, quote unquote, go to work um, and kind of get myself ready. And then it's also before I eat, I force myself to do some form of exercise. Usually I'll like leave the coffee brewing and then I'm like, okay, I cannot touch that. Till I've done, you know, a uh, hundred sit-ups, uh, two sets of push-ups, whatever. Um, and that has really helped too. Cause I think when you're not working out, you're working from home, you're not combing your hair. You're just like, you know what, going to throw on a hat and exist in this weird murky existence. Um, it can become really easy to just get tired. Like that was one of the things I noticed a couple months ago is I'm like, man, my energy is just like toasted. Like it's cold. I don't want to go outside. The sun is gone. He's gone away indefinitely. I'm not exercising. My dog is sad. I'm sad. We sad. Us sad. Like we, we have no tacos. Yeah. I don't have the motivation to go to the Taco Bell drive-thru. Like it's not on DoorDash. It's a 45-minute estimated delivery window on the other app. Like, God. Um, so yeah, I think for me it's just been implementing some of those simple routines. Like not necessarily extreme ones, not going for all of it, but just like, if I can just have these couple structured pieces of my day 
and then just kind of give myself the liberty to float with the rest. Like I'll be okay. Um, so that might not be absolute truth for everyone, but for me, that's been super, super helpful. It's just like these couple things that are very doable and like, okay, we're striving for balance. Um, so I think that's really helped kind of my mental wellness and just uh, a sense of routine. And then also at the same time, kind of like I said in the last question, just implementing, um, you know, on days that are really tough, just like, man, this sucks. I need to feel that for a second. Like, okay, that emotion's acknowledged. Like, hmm, this doesn't feel good. Um, like, for instance, uh, on Sunday night, my dog uh, was running around super happy to see our in-laws and then like he's running up the stairs and he just like lets out this like yelp and i'm like um no that can't be good please be something in the pop pad please be something in the pop pad i'm like cool nothing in the pop pad like oh boy going down the list like hopefully it's just a sprain and nope he tore his acl and so i'm just like dude that's like probably more than i paid for my car anyway we're looking at this like yeah yikes and so i was just kind of sitting there really overwhelmed because i'm like i thought he strained or sprained something he's gonna be fine nope it's literally the worst possible thing that could have happened um so even breaking their leg is a little bit easier and so i'm just like man like this sucks like and so i just had to sit there for a second feeling super overwhelmed and i'm like okay this is really rough but we're gonna I don't know how to acknowledge this right now because I'm like, we're kind of screwed either way. Thanks, dog. But we love you and you're worth it. So like, what do we do? Like, uh. And so I think it was really helpful for me. Just, and granted, this is just a dog situation. It's like, whatever, it's going to be fine. But at the same time, it's like, man, I'm really overwhelmed by this. Like, I should acknowledge that. And so I think just making practice of that as well helps a ton. Um, and I think too, like, um, after that, I just called my mom, who's really good with dogs. I'm like, this happened. She's like, oh, yeah, I had that happen with the dog before. Like, it really sucks. I'm like, yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Correct. Thanks, mom. <laughs> like, yeah. That helps. <laughs> and But we just talked for like an hour. And then I was like, after that, I was like, okay, there's other options. Like, there's multiple paths forward. It's not just one thing. I think even that in itself was kind of liberating where I'm like, okay, it's not just surgery. There's homeopathic remedies as well, which are just as expensive, but you know, I'm like, okay, I don't know. So even just acknowledging it, talking through it with another person, like it's really, really helpful um, when, you know, tough situations come along. So yeah, I think I'm, I forgot what your question was, but I hope I've answered it at some point in there. Well, you did, man. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, all the pieces that go into your everyday and then not just every day, but when these moments happen, right, that are kind of off-the-cuff moments, yeah. how you respond to those. I think all those are important for us to realize. Um, I'm going to touch just on a couple things that you said of of a routine. I mean, that's been mm -hmm. huge for me as well. Yeah. And I'm reading uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius right now. Oh, so yeah. just a bunch of philosophy, and it's remarkable. But he says on one of them, and like, Man, after COVID, like, I mean, you said it, it's so hard to wake up sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, you just mm -hmm. want to lay in bed. You're like, I'm just going to start my day whenever. I'm going to sleep in. I'm working from home. I can sleep a little bit longer. And now that, you know, I'm coming back into the office more, like, I got to wake up. And I used to wake up at 
six o'clock every day. And now mm. I'm like rolling out of my bed and crawling to like the bathroom at like seven if I'm lucky, you know, like yep. it's just so hard to yep. get out of bed. But I was reading and, and he said, I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but along the lines of, he said, every morning when I'm laying in bed, I got my blankets on. I don't want to get out of bed. And this is written about 2000 years ago. So you're like, oh, cool. So people have always had a problem with this. It's yep, not just yep. me. But he says, I ask myself, is my purpose in life to lay under blankets and do nothing with myself? Oof. And I was like, well, that'll do it. Right. <laughs> if, but Oof. just that moment and in the last like week, I've been thinking that every morning I'm like, is this my purpose in life to be you know, a sloth under these blankets in the morning. Some days it's good to, to sleep in and rest, but there's nothing like getting yourself going in the morning, getting up, getting ready, washing your face, like yep. just yep. taking care of yourself, you know, and, and giving yourself that routine um, is just kindness to yourself, yeah. you know, to be yeah. able to, to be able to do that. And so I love that. And then uh, I love too. you talked about, you know, when your mind's running at night, you're going to write things down that you need to do on, on a note and you're going to stick it on the desk. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave it there till tomorrow, which listen, is hard. And yeah. that's hard for me to do. You know, I've had to learn to just, I'll wake up and I'll, I'll check my email real quick, you mm-hmm. know, or I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be checking some stuff real quick before I go to bed. And then my mind's racing. But, um, there's a, something that we do a lot here is called the Eisenhower matrix or the important, urgent, important matrix. Um, which is essentially looking at things in your life and asking, is this important or is it just urgent or mm. is it both or is it neither? And mm. so it falls into um, important and urgent, important and not urgent, not imper- important and urgent, and then not important and not urgent. So I encourage everyone like look it up. <laughs> it's, I'm sure it's hard to just listen to, but he basically says um, if th- something is important and urgent, do it like your dog, Tore an ACL. You can't just be like, yeah, we'll take care of it sometime this week. It's neither important nor urgent. <laughs> right. It doesn't apply to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, eating tacos, whatever. Um, that tacos is just going to carry through this whole podcast, by the way. I'm fine with that. Cool. But that's important and it's urgent. Like you needed to do something about it um, right away and, and take care of it, right? And then there's things that are important and they're not urgent. Like my mind's running at night. I need to write it down and I need mm-hmm. to plan. I need to plan mm-hmm. to do this uh, because it doesn't need to be done right now. And yeah. most things don't need to be done right now. And I think we have to understand that in order to just, I think that's a great step of helping our mental wellness, you know? Yeah. And then just, just the last thing I want to throw out real quick that, that you had mentioned was just this holistic approach to your health, health what, where is where I really think the balance comes in. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, I'm just doing some push ups and sit-ups every day too, because our health is holistic. I mean, yeah. it plays off of everything, yeah. uh, physical, emotional, mental, um, spiritual, like all of this, right? There, this holistic health and taking a little bit of time every day to just choose healthy habits, right? You don't yeah. have to go to the gym for two hours and kill yourself every day, No, but do 20 push-ups, do yeah. 50 sit-ups, right? Yeah. Go on a walk. I mean, just yep. do something and to bring in this this holistic health, which I think um, it, it really uh, is something that our mental health lacks, is yeah. that we don't take into account the rest of our bodies and what we have going on. Um, so I love everything you said. I think it's incredible. Um, I want to, when we had talked a little bit, you uh, – 
I had asked you what message would you want to give across to men, right? Men are listening to this. What would you want to tell them? And uh, you said three things. and I'd love for you to just unpack this. You said embrace your emotions, embrace the suck, and embrace your homies. Absolutely. What does that mean? Those rules. (laughs) I love it. What does it mean? Yeah, yeah. I think, um, again, this ties back a lot to just balance and some of the themes that we've tied on kind of throughout this episode. Um, But I think uh, just embracing life in, in a sense that this is what you've been given. Like, um, your emotions or what you, your, your body, your chemistry, everything is kind of handed to you and you can learn to tailor some of those things in and to not be ruled by your emotions, but you can't ignore them. You can't get rid of them. You can't lose them. Like what you feel is what you feel, regardless of whether that's true or not, regardless of whether that's someone else's fault per se or not. Like what you feel is what you feel. You can embrace it or you can reject it. Either way, it's not leaving. So, you know, you got to learn to live with it and embrace it fully or, you know, there's no partial, there's no, there's no halfway there and still being healthy. So it's either you can embrace everything that you feel, digest that, sort out what's true and what's not, but embrace it regardless, sort out what you need to run with or not. Don't let it rule you, but embrace all of it. Um, and then I think too, the same applies to things that suck in life, you know, just terrible, awful things. Um, you can't control that, you know, you can't control the suck. You can, again, you can reject it. You can try to run away from it or you can sit with it and be like, man, this really sucks. But I have to believe that there's something worthwhile on the other side of this through this, you know, by journeying with this. Um, and I think that applies again to, to working out. Like, you know, it's like, how far can you push your body? How far can you break your body? Like embrace the suck. That's kind of a mantra there, but I wonder what would happen if we carried that over into the hard things that happen to us in life. And it's like, if I truly believe that there's something worthwhile in this and that this isn't for nothing like if we can reject our nihilism for a moment and just say okay maybe maybe the existentialist in me believes that there's something worthy or even even i mean for those who are of faith you know that god is going to do something with this um for those who who don't believe in god you know just i believe there's a better me on the other side of this um if i embrace this um, I think that's that's been really important to me is um, just believing that in awful things still something good can come out of that, yeah. um, or at least at the very least there's a better, stronger me on the other side of that. Because um, you can't you can't stop the suck, you know. You can't hope that that won't happen to you. It will, I promise. Um, if I can promise one thing is that something will suck at some time. Um, and then you know, embracing the homies, I think. Yeah, man, like uh, on an emotional level, just and friends make life worth it. Like they really do. Like if if all of this isn't for relationship with others, like I don't really know what it's for. Because, um, I mean, I love my work, but come on, man. Like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and two, I, I just think, man, like literally embrace your friends like 
hug people. It's good for you. Yeah. Like, um, maybe not if they haven't had a COVID negative test. Like, you know, there's certainly, <laughs> right. I never thought we'd have to put disclaimers on hugs, yeah. but like, you know, be careful, but man, hug your homies, like just embrace them. Like it's, it's good for everything. Like, especially if you and your homies are going through the suck, hug it out. Like, you know, um, I just think embracing your friends emotionally and physically is really important too. And just like expressing love to others. Um, that's what life's all about. Yeah. I love that, man. And, and I hate, I mean, you know, I, I understand why it exists and I, I can appreciate it, but I hate the term social distancing. You know, it's, um, we've, we've just been calling it spatial distancing because <laughs> it's, it, we just don't want to re- remove ourselves socially yeah. from the people around yeah. us. We don't want to, uh, disconnect socially because mm-hmm. like you said, we do just, we just need that so yeah. bad. It's so bad. And so find a way to just have people in your life, especially after last year, mm-hmm. just finding a way to have some positive community, have some, have some guys to hang out with, to mm-hmm. be with. You have to sit six feet apart and wear masks. Like it's better than and being alone, you yeah. know, and, and a lot of that helps with the suck and mm-hmm. helps with mm-hmm. being able to process emotions. You know, we yeah. highly encourage counselors, but sometimes the best listener is just a friend. Yeah. Um, is just somebody who's in your corner, uh, you know, has your back. So, um, your mom, man, like your mom, your mom. Yeah. Like, my dog hurt his leg and I'm panicking. Like, yeah. Like, oh, have you watched Bridgerton? It's really good. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, mom. Like, but yeah, I mean, just call someone, yeah. you know, like just interacting with other humans is so important. Like we need each other. Yeah. We, we were not made to go through life alone. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Well, dude, I appreciate you being with us. This has been an awesome conversation. It makes me want Taco Bell. So that might be lunch for me today. Um, Drive carefully. I will. Yeah. It's snowy out there. We just got a nice, we just got a new Subaru. So Ooh, I just, man. I like bring on the snow, you yeah, know, you're meant to conquer like everywhere. I know. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm that guy now. So oh, it's yeah, fine. <laughs> um, but no, man, I appreciate you being on here. Um, if you guys uh, check out our website, you'll see an awesome video about Inherent Foundation. And actually Gabe uh, made that video for us. So go check it out. See what he does. His work's incredible. Um, and is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap this thing up? Go go hug a homie, guys. Go hug a homie. That's a great note to leave it at. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We, we would really appreciate it if you uh, share this, if you leave a review. Um, we really appreciate you being a part of this. And uh, just remember to always live bold and uh, live the healthy life that you deserve. Thank you.